What's up, beer people? How y'all doing this week? Do you have a good week? I had a great week. We had a great week. And we have a great show for you this week. How many times could I say week in one intro? Uh, we talk about a lot of stuff, including a little bit about Barbenheimer. I ended up seeing both films uh, last weekend. Uh, unfortunately, I saw Barbie first, and I didn't see Bar- uh, Barbenheimer. I didn't see Oppenheimer until after we recorded but I did see it, and we talk a little bit about the phenomenon that was Barbenheimer, the Barbenheimer weekend, and we also talk about uh, movies that have been inspired by toys, and then uh, we go into a little bit, eh, just a little dabble on the uh, upcoming um, deluge of sports, if you will. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Untapped and Instagram. And threads, I guess we I post a couple things on threads. Maybe I'll try to do a little bit more. Ooh, this weekend, speaking of which, I will be posting a lot on Instagram. And uh, yeah, because I'll be hanging out with some beer people this weekend. So for those of you who follow us on Instagram, be on the lookout for that. <laughs> I had a little brain fart. Um, and those of you who don't follow us on Instagram, search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. All right. So without further ado, it's time for another cold brew. Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Well, I'm doing good. Yeah. Good, uh, hot week, but beat the heat. Um, I, uh, I had a, I had a weekend with just my daughters because my, my wife took a family trip. Um, uh, and well, my wife took a trip with some family to Vegas and we decided <laughs> not to, uh, not to take the girls. So I stayed behind because it was, it was her, her, uh, her immediate family that kind of went. Oh, okay. Did she have a good time? Is she back yet, or is she still there? Yeah, yeah. She's back. She's oh. back. She came back this morning. Did she have a good time? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't uh, She didn't set me up for retirement yet, but <laughs> I forgive her. <laughs> All right, yeah. Going to uh, work on Monday. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, are you, uh, have you marked yourself safe from the Barbenheimer weekend? Uh, well, by not participating, I guess yes. I'm <laughs> okay. Safe. Yeah, it's out there, fam. Be careful. All right, let's get to the beer, shall we? We got to talk about that later too. We will. We will. All right. So today I have in front of me from our good friends at Simple Machine Brewing Company. I have their Bippity Boppity, which is an Italian style pilsner. Coming in at 4.7%. What's that? Give me the zappity. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't need to speak Italian or have a mustache to enjoy this light, crisp Italian-style Pilsner. Brewed truce to the style and finished with no- noble hops, you won't soon forget about it. When you're not talking with your hands, use them to grab a cold bippity-boppity. All right. Uh, without further ado, what do you got? 
I have from our good friends at Drake's Brewing Company. Ooh. Shout out to Drake's. We haven't we haven't mentioned them in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, no fault of ours, no fault of theirs by any means. Just a uh, lot of beers out there. Yep. You know, hey, we're doing this once a week. <laughs> well, that's it, though. Uh, shout out. I got one of their, I guess, a, a collab beer for a good cause. I got Drake's Water Wings. Ooh. It's an East Bay lager. AKA a light lager with uh, 4.6 ABV. Let me read the little um, collaboration information. Okay. So it's actually done with, uh, okay, it's a very special collaboration with East Bay Municipal Utility Districts, or EB MUD, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, it supports the water lifeline program to help keep clean drinking water accessible for most financially vulnerable households located in the east bay uh real quick sad to say yes there's a lot of uh there's a lot of financial uh issues going on in the east bay not just what you see in the news like you know oakland's an easy target to say that but there's yeah. a lot of, unfortunately there's a lot of communities that need help in the east bay mm-hmm. so um in collaboration of eb mud's 100th anniversary we brewed a craft beer that highlights what eb mud does best Clean, high-quality H2O. Enjoy this fresh, crisp, easy-drinking lager showcasing one of the most underappreciated ingredients in beer, water. If you need uh, if you need support to keep up with the flock or stay afloat, have your water wings nearby. Join <laughs> us at EBMUD connection, uh, Centennial Celebration Party on Sunday, May 21st. So this is a little old news. Um, to be among the first to try this limited release locker and then check out uh, sustainability manager Hal McConnell you Luke I don't know uh, <laughs> talking about water wings and our partnership with EB MUD on KTVU so the ingredients are Zuper Zassier hops along with a Czech sauce or is it size or size? I pronounce size. Then right. the malt is a two-row toasted rice flakes and oats, and the yeast is a lager yeast. And again, I read a lot, or said a lot, and um, it's a 4.6 ABV. I have a 16-ounce can, so pop off. So how's your beer? Oh, man, this is this really good, man. It's light, it's crisp, um, smooth, and... Very refreshing. I I I dig this, man. Especially since it's been shit <laughs> over 110 for like 18 days in or almost three weeks. This is a really good crushable um, pilsner style uh, or Italian pilsner style. It's really good, man. I recommend uh, drinking this uh, when having a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's good. It uh, I I saw this can and it's just funny. It's a funny drawing. Um, two guys. One guy's behind the bar. One guy's on the front side of the bar. And they're talking with their hands at each other. It looks like they're arguing, but they're not arguing. Uh, it, I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, they're very—they're both very animated. And uh, Why break the, uh, the Italian stereotype there, guys? <laughs> yeah, maybe one's, one of them's Italian. You know what? When, when I first saw this can, or the name of it, Bippity Boppity, I thought it was kind of like from Cinderella, right? But then I remember that... Uh, family Guy, 
<laughs> when he's, he says it, when Peter thinks he can speak Italian and he's just saying like, <laughs> oh man, that was well, they do. Remember, yeah. remember in the office, right? Give me the zappity. Oh, yeah, I, I don't remember that. Oh, when uh, the negotiation when Michael went to get a raise, yeah, and Daryl, because remember those new black men phrase, those black men phrase <laughs> phrases I touched. Oh, that's right. I forgot, yeah, I, I forgot that was part of it. I remember all the other ones, I, I forgot that one. Anyway, all right. So, how's your beer? How's the East Bay Mud beer? Um, well, it is. It's got that crisp note to it, and the finish, the finish has a little complexity to it. It it, it feels like that. It, it's like the the afterness of a, a much stronger beer. You know what I mean? And it mm-hmm. kind of like a, a strong like Euro style beer. Yeah. Like you just you know took a big pull, and then you have a lingering effect. So. This finish is really lingering. However, for up, for up front and for the most part, it's it's pretty light and crisp. Nice. I like got like some deepness to it. That's good. Very good. Guys, how, how's the water ingredient though in it? Fabulous. <laughs> Perfect. All right, we will rate our beers later during our untapped portion of the show. Don't forget to follow us on Untapped so you can see what we drink. Before the show comes out, search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. But right now, it is time for some beer news. All right, I only have a couple stories. The first one comes to us from CBS Sports. Uh, you heard the, the commanders are being bought out, right, by a, by a group? Well, yeah, yeah, the the football team. Yeah. They, uh, when you said what I the, the thing I mean was um, they said that when when Snyder bought the team, he paid eight hundred million, and yeah. now he's selling it for for like six point eight billion or something like that. That's fucking wow. too much, man. For the Commanders, I wonder how much the the Cowboys would sell for. Right. Uh, anyway, here's the headline: Commanders' new owner Josh Harris. Buys 1,000 celebratory beers for fans after purchasing team. Uh, The fans of the Washington Commanders had a pretty great Thursday and new team owner Josh Harris officially took over from former owner Dan Snyder. One of Harris's first moves as the new owner was buying roughly 1,000 beers for fans at Old Ox Brewery. See, it wasn't like he went out and bought some, you know, American macro lager. He actually went to a, a craft brewery uh, for for the beers. So but I, he probably just went there and said, you know, it's on me. He didn't just say, here, here buy a thousand beers for everybody. You know what I mean? One thousand only. Cut me <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> Cap it. Uh, if I had a nickel every time I said that. <laughs> I'm super pumped, Harris said. It's a great day. It's a great day for Washington football, and I'm ready to get to work. I'm heading your way. I want to get back to Washington, my hometown, and celebrate with you guys. Let's start with me buying everyone in the brewery and the bullpen a beer. The brewery, which was packed to the brim, had nearly 1,000 fans in attendance for the celebration. In fact, Old Ox Brewery already had been celebrating the departure of Snyder with its By Dan IPA, uh, which initially went on sale April. 
Old Ox Brewery owner Chris Burns told the Washington IPA, the, the Washingtonian IPA is perfect type of beer to describe Snyder's tenure as owner, which was full of controversy and embarrassments and lacking in success on the field. There is some citrus in the beer, <laughs> which might represent some hope for the future. I thought that was a great final paragraph by this. Who, who wrote this? I got to give a shout out to Austin Nivison. Good job. And then, uh, did you watch any of the Open Championship or did you hear about it? No. All right. So, in case those of you who don't watch golf, the Open Championship is one of the oldest uh, golf sporting events. It's always uh, in the UK somewhere. Or even maybe even Scotland too, right? Yeah, well, I, used to, I remember growing up, they called it the British Open, and then like you know, like the PC nerds got, oh, it's just the Open because they yeah. admitted it. Well, and Scotland is part of the UK. I, 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 you know, I always get that shit confused myself confused over there. Anyway, um, yeah, it's in uh, in Hoylake. This story comes out of Hoylake, England. Uh, nothing says the British Open like a Singha beer, right? Well, I couldn't confirm or deny that. <laughs> uh, well, this article is about why this Thai beer is the official beer of the British Open. Now, ah, even see this guy calls it the British Open. <laughs> this uncouth motherfucker. Who is this? Adam Shupak from Golf Week. Uh, the Thai beer maker became an official supplier and the official beer of the Open. Signing a deal that debuted this year and runs through 2025, an RNA spokesperson confirmed. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. It made several spectators wonder what in the name of Bass and Sam Smith is going on here. <laughs> and <laughs> truth be told, it seems odd to have the original Thai beer as the beer of choice being sold at a tournament being played this year in England, next year in Scotland, and in 2025 in Northern Ireland. Hopefully there's room for a tap or three of Guinness. But never fear. It turns out there is a tie, or should we say Thai, and then he spells it like Thailand. Uh, to the United Kingdom after all, Singha is brewed in the UK by Shepherd and Neem, Britain's oldest brewer, who also supplied the championship with other beer brands for the public bars and hospitality. The Open previously featured European beers with Stella Artois and Belgium beer maker uh, the Belgian beer maker designated as the official beer from 2014 to 2018 and Dutch beer Heineken in 2019. So now if you want to, uh, if you go to the, the open, um, you'll see that they serve a Thai beer. So I just thought that was interesting. It's kind of weird that that happened, but Hey, money talks. All right. That's all I got this week for the beer news. So you know what that means? Wait, wait, wait! Before we do that, let's, yeah. let's do something. Else. Oh, okay. What? Well, let's 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 talk about. I guess this uh, this week's kind of uh, phenomena with movies. Yeah. Like, okay, so I'm gonna tell you how I see it, and correct me where I'm wrong because okay. I, I know I'm wrong. So, for whatever reason, two big summer blockbusters got released on the same week, or were being released at the same week. I think it's because the the productions felt there were different enough genres where they would have draw different crowds. Right. And the, I guess the juxtaposition of these stories, a, a lot of people were just having fun with it. And like, 
you know, making Barbenheimer shirts and all that stuff. It mm -hmm. just kind of, it seemed excessive and overkill. It's almost like trying to make it a thing when it really didn't have to be a thing. Yeah, exactly. At least that's yeah. how I saw it. Right. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, a lot of people had fun and bought in and, and enjoyed it. How you know, however the week's over, but I think going down in future, I think these movies are always going to kind of just be linked with that little novelty. Yep. Um, yep. If it is, I mean, so am I missing anything on, on why that, that people felt to connect these movies so tightly? I, I think, no, I think you hit the nail right on the head. I think they were so different happening at the same time. But I also think because they both were well-received. I mean, Oppenheimer got like all the critical acclaim and Barbie got all the buzz because, I mean, Barbie's been around for a while. Um, and then maybe... Uh, the people who already saw the movie started generating buzz for both of them, saying that these are both actually pretty good movies. They they weren't going to totally flop, because let's say Barbie came out and nobody thought it was going to do good. Then, you know, some of the buzz would be about Oppenheimer, uh, and then Barbie would just fall by the wayside. But I think both of them, uh, studio execs knew that both of these were going to do well, and they they have done well. And so it kind of generated that that pre weekend buzz and everything, and then people started having fun with the fact that these two movies are so far apart from each other that they are now that close together, and and they they both have done well. Um, I also think too that they didn't think it was going to be a big deal because you know Barbie's going to be PG and Oppenheimer's rated R. Um, one's like an hour and a half, and the other was like three hours. <laughs> So yeah, you're right. Uh, they were they were so far apart, and it was just fun to have that juxtaposition of both movies at the same time, you know, colliding together. And let me let me just veer off a little bit from that. I saw the theater uh, employees were so fucking overwhelmed with customers because be, this is like a, a huge deal uh, since COVID happened. No one's going back to the the theaters, and then you have these two big movies coming out at the same time, you know. And people were upset, you know, people online, um, you know, because they weren't getting their food in time. They were missing the beginning of the movie. These families sat down in front, um, and the two dads got up to go get uh, food. And you know, it's their fault for showing up like right when the credits are happening, and they didn't even get into the come back to their seats until like twenty minutes into the movie. You know, I, going back, I, I guess, yeah, I mean, uh, things are opening up again. And mm -hmm. um, having two big draws was definitely going to double the business. Uh, just, you know, just out of curiosity. Now, I guess I know why it would be, but like out of curiosity, why wouldn't one just push it a week? Yeah, I don't know why. That's a good question. I mean, I, spread it out, right? Yeah, because as far as summer blockbusters, I mean, uh, what was it? Just Mission Impossible? Yeah. I mean, because uh, fat, you know, Fast X, Fast X was kind of like the first to uh, to open up the summer, right? Am I wrong? Uh, there might have been one that that was uh, like around Memorial Day. Was Fast X Memorial Day? Is that the one I'm thinking of? I I think so. Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, I'm not even thinking. Like, I'm trying to think. I mean, was there like a a formal Marvel. Oh, well, what Guardians and Transformers? Oh, there yeah. you Tra go, there Guardians. Too. Yeah, Guardians is the one right. I was thinking of. That that's the one that opened up the 
I wouldn't. I don't know if it's summer, summer. but it, yeah. it definitely opened up the blockbuster lane. So I get it. I mean, it's the, I guess, middle-ish of July. Mm-hmm. You have at least another month, or actually, technically, you have less than a month before school goes back. But you know, the, <laughs> I guess the uh, the more summer weeks you have in the theater, the the better you might perform, right? Or potentially can perform. So. So be it. I mean, at the same time, you could have released it a week earlier too, and gone against Top, Top Gun. Or, or, I mean, all these all these movies have been in the can for a while. So I mean, just release dates, kind of. I guess you had that flexibility. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm no pro at this. I was just kind of wondering, you know, the last time two big blockbusters opened up the same weekend because they both did respectable. I mean. Barbie won, right? Like 150 yeah. million, and then Oppenheimer well, was like 80, right? Yeah, you you got PG versus R, though, you know. Right, exactly. Like you, you, one, you could take the whole family. The other one, it's kind of like dates, or maybe just a, a few friend groupings or outings, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, the uh, and there's been a lot of bombs this year um, as far as the blockbusters. Um, Little Mermaid barely made back or barely broke even. Um, and then you have Elemental, the Pixar f- film that just totally flopped. Uh, the Fla- the Flash flopped. I went to see The Flash. I liked it, but I understand the the whole thing about Ezra Miller. And then Indiana Jones and the Dial of De- Destiny that flopped. That that yeah. might not even make its money. And then that Ruby Gilman, about- Teenage Kraken, that flopped too. Yeah. What about um, uh, Tom Cruise? Oh no! They, yeah, they, that's not a flop. That actually did well. I forgot about that. It did well. oh, okay. Yeah, um, but then you have some, we still have a couple more in the summer. Summer's not over. Uh, I'm scrolling through a an article, um, just listing all the ones. Uh, Haunted Mansion's coming out. That one actually looks pretty good. Looks better than the uh, that travesty that Eddie Murphy put out. <laughs> that one's bad. Yeah, it's, is this a sequel? <laughs> no, this is more based on the ride than. Uh, yeah, it's I heard like the people in the paintings in the mm-hmm. opening are like in it. Yeah, and the that that woman in the crystal ball at the end. Yeah, that ghost the apparition. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out too. That one looks kind of fun, and um, it's a cartoon though, right? Yeah, it is a cartoon. Yeah, uh, my daughter wants to go see that. Oh, and then that Gran Turismo movie. I forgot about that. Uh, that one's coming out too, based on oh, the, the video, video game, game based one. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. And then there's a, a dog movie coming out. That looks like live action. Um, oh, and then Blue Beetle. Forgot about that. You said you were interested to go and see that, huh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my daughter kind of wants to see it because, uh, what's his name? Miguel? Is that who it is? Miguel, yeah. From uh, yeah. Cobra Kai? Yeah. Yeah, she recognized him uh, immediately, so. Yeah. His real name's like, it's different. It's like Zolo or something like that? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not giving it has Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, it has it right here. Cobra Kai's Zolo Maridueña. So, yeah, there's still uh, quite a few, but yeah, this was definitely the, the zenith of the summer blockbuster weekends because of the two that came out at the same time. So, I saw Barbie. Um, I thought it was an entertaining movie. It was funny. As far as being a good movie, eh, you know, I mean, Looking at it for film nerd wise, yeah, you're not gonna like it, but I mean, it's there's a reason why it did so well because it's funny, it's engaging, and that, it's actually pretty evocative uh, in a couple spots. They talked about uh, women's rights and and how women are perceived in the world, 
and they don't hold back, man. They kind of throw punches at Mattel a couple. They throw punches at themselves. It's kind of meta that way. Um, but they don't want to uh, shy away from the um, the criticisms that people have hurled at Barbie over the years. So they actually kind of, uh, you know, they own they own up to it. But they also show, like, how Barbie has done good in the world, too. So, um, And then I, I actually, after we record this, I might go see Oppenheimer. So I'll have seen both of them uh, by the end of the weekend. Word. Anyway. All right. We uh, we put a little pause on it, but let's get to my favorite part of the show. Shall we? Yes. It is now time for the cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what give you, you need. need. Well, let me ask you this. Hmm. What other movies do you know that were made off toys? Oh, uh, Transformers. You mentioned it a little while ago. So that definitely um, is one that comes to mind. Uh, G.I. Joe. <laughs> I'm going through my, my own childhood now. <laughs> but Transformers and G.I. Joe. Um, and Legos. I remember, I've, I've seen a couple of Lego movies in the theater. So those are the only three that first come to mind. Why do you ask? That's my uh, that's my list is the uh, top 10 highest grossing movies based on toys. Oh, okay. Let's see how many I've seen. All right. Number 10. Your favorite. My Little Pony the movie. Oh, My Little Pony smells like baloney. Whoa. Hey, this is a kid's <laughs> show or family show. Uh, my, my daughter sings that. <laughs> oh. Well, then. <laughs> uh, actually, wow, this is 2017. That's fairly recent. I didn't realize that. Um, so they're at number 10 with... Um, I'm just going to do their adjusted domestic gross, okay, which is a 25, $25,496,000. Oh, wow. Remember My Little Pony? That I mean, I don't remember watching the cartoon or playing with the toys, but I remember it was huge. Yeah, my uh, my daughter has for never girls, like. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry for girls. It was you know, it was the, you know, like when you look at like GI Joe and Transformers mm-hmm. and He Man and stuff like that, they're basically what thirty minute commercials for toys. I mean that's yeah. why like they don't have cartoons like that anymore. Um, and you know I kind of make that argument too, like you know like I, I let my girl my daughters watch YouTube a lot, but they watch like Coca Melon, which is just like music videos of the songs they sing in school anyway you know what yeah, i mean yeah teaching them so colors it, it, and it, shapes and all yeah that. exactly it's a little bit more beneficial than you know watching um the autobus try to stop the decepticons you know <laughs> right there's not as much at least stake. that's yeah right because at the same time it's like so what's the difference between them watching the video and me putting on the song because you know they're dancing along with it i mean there's so many times where they, they put the uh their tablet on the ground and dance and they're stepping all over it and stuff like that. They come, you know, <laughs> you got to move the tablet so, so it doesn't get crushed. Pretty much. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just saying that the, the, the toy value or the, the cartoon toy relationship back then was, was pretty strong. And my little mm-hmm. pony is definitely in that category. Yeah. Um, my daughter never really got into my little pony too much, but I don't even know. She might've had like one or two ponies. And so we never played that in particular. Um, so I don't know. 
I know a, a few of the names. <laughs> That's where I'm getting at. I know a few of the names and um, yeah, but I, and I, I don't know their personalities uh, that much. Are you but, a brony? You continue to be a brony. <laughs> no, I'm not a. There you go. I am not a brony. I haven't got to that. I haven't reached that status, and now my daughter's uh, getting into her tweens. I probably will never become a brony because I won't have to. You missed that train. All right. Yeah. All right. What's next? Next is uh, number nine. This is the one that I didn't realize fell into this category. It's Mars Attacks. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Um, There's not much written on it. It just says, Earth is invaded by Martians with unbeatable weapons and a cruel sense of humor. Um, For me, I thought it was like an old radio show that they kind of took the storyline and and put a movie together. Like that War of the Worlds? That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's That's what my opinion was. I didn't realize that there was toys. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. That's interesting. Directed by Tim Burton, too. Yeah. So this one did... um, This one was based on the Topps trading card series of the same name. Yeah. So they weren't toys necessarily, but they were trading cards, which is, you know, kind I guess kind of like a toy. When did those trading cards come out, though? Were they like in the 50s, 60s? Um, Came out in... Yeah, in 1962. There you go. (laughs) Good fucking call. Because, okay. yeah, to me, I had a lot of retro vibes to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The the, the whole little oh. green man in the big dome uh, 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 helmets. Real quick, I I, um, I read the My Little Pony Adjusted Domestic Gross, yeah. which is only like about a four, $4 million adjustment. But um, the Mars Attacks is almost double from original to adjusted, which is just a little bit over... Uh, seventy-eight million dollars. So, wow, mm. that's pretty interesting. Yeah. All right, now number eight. I I know this name. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's uh the Lego Ninjago movie. Oh yeah, that's their uh, the Ninja series, right? From from Lego. Apparently, I mean the, the little guy looks like a ninja. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The pajama guys. Um, this adjusted uh, domestic gross is a little bit over $69 million. <laughs> 69. <laughs> nice. Oh, this. Number seven, uh, the Lego Movie 2, the second part. Oh, I never saw that one. I saw the first one. Did you see the Lego Movie? I've seen parts of it. Oh, okay. It was fun. I liked Where, it. Is it. Isn't there a Lego Movie, like a Lego Batman Movie? There are two different ones. Yeah, those are two different movies. Yes, one's oh. Chris Pratt, the well, other one's Will Arnett. Oh, well, there you go. Um, this one is 120 million, almost 121 million. Wow! All right, that's number seven. It's pretty good. Uh, number six, GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Oh, is, it, is that the first one? Yeah, it's the first. One. Okay, I saw that one. Um, I like the idea of them doing a hardcore G.I. Joe movie. I hated the execution on this one. Yeah, I can see that. The whole Destro at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Sienna Miller with black hair. There's something there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, it, so, it, it, 
And, and to go, just to go back to Barbie, uh, Ryan Gosling with, with blonde hair, eh, didn't do it for me. But anyway, go ahead. Was that the goal? Was that why you went? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was for Margot Robbie. Anyway, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra made $183 million and a half. Wow. More or less. Oh, here we go. Number five is Lego Batman movie. Okay. So I kind of buried the lead on that. No, that's fine. Oh, wow. With with almost $205 million. Yeah. Jeez. That was a good one, man. I know you, you're a Batman guy, so you might like the Lego Batman. I think I saw most of it, not all of it. Oh, okay. I actually went to the theater, and that was the first time I sat in one of those, um, the recliner ones. Where you, oh, okay. you know, you push the button and it totally goes back. And, uh, but yeah, my daughter was playing with my fucking buttons the whole fucking movie. <laughs> um, wow, number four. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed this one. Trolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, that makes sense. That first one was fucking huge. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it had Timberlake in it too. I don't know how many yep. kids, I, mean, I don't know how many target audience kids realize who that is. But this was back in 2016 as well. Yeah, and that song was like wildly popular. I think the only thing that eclipsed it that year was that um, how far how far I'll go from Moana. Otherwise, that I I thought that song was the Timberlake song was better. The I got this feeling down in my bones. All right, that's enough of me uh, trying to be Timberlake. Yeah, this one did 185 million plus. Mm. Uh, number three. Oh, here we go. G.I. Joe Retaliation. I thought this one was a little bit better. I didn't see that one, but that's because I think maybe the first the first one threw me off, so I didn't bother seeing the second one. Um, liked it better. Yeah. Had the rock in it. Oh, okay. Um, was he wearing a khaki shirt? Possibly. And and in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's weird though. I, I'm actually noticing that like this one actually, and if you've been paying attention, the uh, the number the the amount trolls made is actually less than Lego Batman, and GI Joe is actually made less than the trolls. I, I don't know what's going on with this. List. Oh, maybe they're just giving domestic, but worldwide it's, or global is, is more? Well, no. Hmm. Yeah, can't help you. Just... All right. Well, anyway, number three is G.I. Joe Retaliation. Number two, oh, Bumblebee. Oh, I saw that one. That was a, It wasn't bad. I liked it. I liked it, too. I liked it too because a lot of the, um, well, a lot of the the robots look more like the uh, the G one cartoon, the original cartoon. Mm, yeah, yep. Like in the beginning, I, I you know everyone would swore up and down that was going to be a uh, Starscream, but they actually it was Warpath, even though it looked exactly like Starscream. Right now, the reason why is because he was killed, so you don't want to kill off Starscream mm -hmm. in the movie. So um, for continuity reasons and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, more of a, a lighter story um, for as much as killer robots could be light. <laughs> From but, outer space, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, a lot, a lot more nostalgia in that one because uh, as much as I like the Transformer ones, I mean, they look weird. They're, they're, 
little too weird looking. These got, in Bumblebee, they looked a little bit more traditional. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. And then number one. I'm sorry. Did you give the, the numbers for that? Yeah. See, well, no, I didn't because it was less. It was uh, oh. 145 million. All right. Plus. And number one is um, the Lego movie. The first one. Yeah. From 2014. Yeah, from 2014. Uh, this one, wow, just collaborated with almost $330 million. Oof. Damn. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Good for them. I, then, uh, I, like I said, I've seen it. I had I didn't see it in the theater. My daughter was way too young. Uh, but I did see it um, with her, uh, you know, like on Netflix or, you know, Disney Plus or whatever the fuck it was streaming. So I, I have watched it and I thought it was fun. It was it was funny. It was uh, it was actually entertaining. I could see how they uh, appeal to. I think that that that's the movie that now nah, maybe it was it that one. There was. It's, it's one of those movies where, like, when you see it as an adult, you know, with your kids, you can see how your kids like it, but then they throw, like, a jokes in there for the adults. That was one of them that made me, like, you know, realize, oh, shit, you know, they throw shit in, in there in kids' movies for us. Oh, yeah, I've, I've uh, experienced that a mm-hmm. few times. <laughs> right. But that was uh, still a fun movie, and it was more like, uh, and I think the you know, Lucy... They kind of parodied it on the Simpsons uh, Lego episode. Do you ever see that one? Which one? The the Simpsons episode where uh, Homer's uh, where where Homer's having an existential crisis and he's like a Lego figure. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, okay. It's a, I, I liked it. It was a pretty fun episode. Is it it's an a, older one? Uh, no, it's a, it's towards it skews towards the the newer side. It's in like in the twenties. The when they're talking about the seasons, I think it's in the twenties somewhere. Huh. Yeah, off the top of my head, it, it doesn't ring a bell. No, okay. It, I think it probably came out at like the same time around that movie, probably two thousand fourteen. Right. Anyway, good. I mean, are there any on that that le- got left off that list that you could think of? Um, let me see. Toy movies. Toy movies. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of toys. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I liked, you know, again, I, I like the the Transformer movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get Bumblebees on there, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like um, the one with uh, the 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 one where they do a uh, Galvatron. Actually, I like the one where they do Galvatron and the other one, the the one with the uh, with a jet fire at mm. the end and in the in the devastator I, that, I, I like that one oh, except for those twin guys those guys were annoying <laughs> but yeah I, I like the one with the galvatron better yeah you remember them better than me because i don't i don't remember all the uh, I, I remember the movies i've seen them um i just it got annoying by like number three when you know it yeah. just it was obvious that they were just I, th- I don't know. I, I just thought they were a little too over the top. Yeah, I know they're over the top. I mean, there's, like you said, killer robots from outer space, like destroying the cities. Um, but yeah, it just it became too far-fetched. And it was just more like a, 
I don't know. Um, it was sensationalistic, I guess, and I was hoping more for a cartoony type feel. Right. I think that that's that's where uh, you were going with that the Bumblebee. I think that's why I like Bumblebee better than the the original series. And I don't know if I'll ever see the this Beast series because I, I didn't watch that cartoon, the the Primal. Oh yeah, the Beast Wars. Or the Beast, yeah, the Beast Wars. So I'll probably check it out when it comes to streaming, though. All right. All right, man. Um, how's your beer treating you? Good. Gone. <laughs> yeah, mine's almost gone. I think I just have backwash left. All right, we're going to rate our beers right now. Uh, let's see here. Let me go to Untapped. And I know you had the uh, the Drakes with East Bay Mud, but what, what was it called again? I forgot. It's called Water Wings. Oh, that's right. Water Wings. Let's see, oh, there's a lot of Water Wings. <laughs> there it is. Water Wings by Drakes. All right. Uh, what would you like to rate this beer at? Uh, I'm going to give this one a four. Oh, nice. For the style. Yeah. For the style, a light lager. Uh, this has a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. So I would say flavorful, crisp, yet malty. Crisp, yet malty. Very nice. All right. Right now... Um, let me see. Let me check in. Then close these cards. And it has an overall rating right now of 3.69 with 36 check-ins. So not, not many check-ins, but um, still um, doing very well. And I like this one. This bippity boppity. I'll give it. I, I'm going to also give mine a 4.2. Um, not 4.2, but 4 as well and uh it's good it is uh crisp refreshing oh hold on let me get to it first before i start stepping all over myself bippity oh there it is um oh there's a bippity boppity boo um but not not by simple machine uh, overall rating of 3.78. None of our friends have checked in on it yet. So I am going to call this one um, light and refreshing. Perfect for a 115 degree day. <laughs> and check in. All right. That's about it. That's about all I have. Uh, I did want to talk about um, Barbie and Oppenheimer, so we, we took care of that. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about on this episode? Um, no, not off the top of my head. Uh, the, the sports world is, is kind of slow yet turning, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the Jets on Hard Knocks are going to be here before you know it. Oh, man. Uh, Everyone's going to watch that one because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Do you have HBO? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I do. It's on. I have the. Yeah. I I paid for it on uh, YouTube TV. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. Now I'm saying maybe we could review episodes. I I don't know what my schedule is going to be like. Uh. Coming up, but we'll see if we could talk about it. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, if we can get back to it. Because yeah. we used to do that a lot uh, back in the day, and I stopped watching it because. 
I just got disinterested in it. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, I heard, too, like, uh, they're not going to cut people on, on camera, supposedly. Ah, I don't want to see it no more. Right. <laughs> I want to I don't watch the Turk walk down the fucking the hallway with the asking for binders. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, no, but you're right. I mean, it's, it is kind of a lull, but I mean, shit, we're only uh, just a few weeks away from uh, from preseason football. And then, you know, and then, of course, we have uh, the start of basketball and and the the World Series coming up. So, yeah, it's about to be really busy really quick. I yeah, know. Definitely. 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 Um, looking forward to it. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is our, yeah, this is our pleasure. All right, everyone out there, thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg, he is Sir Chromatic, and we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time. We raise the ball and we put it in your ear no matter who you are. Come first.